Thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. We talk about adult breakups, how easy they are to actually get out of when you're a grown-ass adult. We also delve into Paula's world where we decide we are no longer young or cool and we are super judgy with last week's VMA awards, specifically the red carpet. Also, some ugly and awkward moments that you have submitted that have to do with the laundry, which bring up some very interesting stories from our past. Thank you so much for listening. Shoplippingclip.com. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. I will look good when I die. That's for sure. Paula. Don't ruin your life. Uncensored as always, it's time for the ugly truth. Welcome to the ugly truth. It is episode 303. We are Sisters Who Podcast. Yes, we are. Okay, so welcome. I'm kind of young to have as many adult children as I do because I started when I was 20. (laughs) Not on purpose, but I did. And so now they're all adults. And I mean, they're young. They're in their 20s. They're young 20s, but they are still there. And it's so weird watching them go through adult situations already because I... I thought at this age, I would have, you know, maybe one that was getting ready to go to college, if any, because I never wanted kids when I was when I was younger. I swore I would never have children. And of course, now I have three of my own and, and a stepdaughter. So four total. So one of my kids is has gone through her first official adult breakup. Mm. Now, I don't know if you remember your well, I mean, was it your first marriage? Would you consider that your first adult breakup? Yes. OK, well. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. The, the other one was not my fault. Right. And But you weren't even an adult, were you really? I was like 17. Yeah, that doesn't count. I mean, like when you're out on, you're out in the world living your life, you have bills, you have rent, you have stuff together. Okay. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to obviously get into details because it's not really my place, but there was a big blowout and nothing was ever going to be the same. He was not welcome here. And the blowout happened at her place of employment. So her, bo- her boss said, he's not welcome here. And so things just continued to, you know, break down. Uh-huh. And ultimately, to the relief of us, <laughs> it's over. The relationship has ended. The thing is, though, is that she is an adult and she's never experienced a serious long-term breakup before, as many haven't. And so it was really difficult to watch. Although, interestingly, she's not that sad. She's really relieved and is interestingly glad he's gone. Mm-hmm. And she's irritated. And I don't know if you remember this part of... I remember... I never lived with a boyfriend before we broke up. So I don't really know what that's like. But I do know that when I was... My first adult breakup... Our lives were very much, you know, they were very much meshed together because once Mm -hmm. you've been together for like a year or whatever, I mean, it feels like you might as well be married. So you're, you know, you're divvying up things. You might have a a pet together. You have bills and all that crap. And so she's going through all that right now. And she's so like resentful. (laughs) So funny. So he moved out completely. And of course, he did what a lot of people do. He already had a backup plan. He already had an apartment and everything else before he broke up officially. So when he 
took all of his stuff out, he already had a place to go. Oh, okay. The only thing that pissed her off is that they had a cat together, and he took the cat, and she's like, I didn't even get to say goodbye to the cat. That was the most upsetting thing to her, was that she didn't get to say goodbye to the cat. Well, that just shows her maturity <laughs> level a little bit. Well, that it well it also shows how much how ready she was for it to be over. Right. You know, that's the other thing. Even though it's so funny when you're when you're young and you don't want to admit it, like it should have worked out. I thought this was forever, but then you're also saying stuff like, "Well, I guess I should get back on Tinder." You know, it's like immediately, right? Yeah, no, that's good. It's interesting though to watch it unfold because. I fully expected that she'd be at my house and we'd be sitting and watching sad movies and she'd be crying and we'd be, you know, helping her heal. And she's not at all. She's like, I've decided (laughs) she's she's a lot like you, actually. She's like, I've decided that I no longer need a man and that I'm going to put myself in my work. And that's just what I'm going to have in my life. I've decided (laughs) I I will never have a family and children and, and a husband. I will just have my cat. And I will be a pastry chef. And that's that will be my life now, forever. She's made that decision at the ripe age of 22. Yes, that, that, is, that is basically <laughs> it. She will be a celibate pastry chef. I believe I said something similar. And I, I agreed to having lovers, but I believed yeah. that I would never uh, move on until I got pregnant. <laughs> yes, I remember thinking that. I After I had my son, and I, I'm like, well, you know, and it was a different time, but... I was very resolute and that no men were going to want to be with me if I have a child at the ripe age of 21. Mm -hmm. So I decided at that point that I will no longer look toward the future with a family and a husband. I will just work and buy a house for me and my child. And that will be my life. That's a good life. I was good with it. I really was. My biggest goal was to buy a house so that my son and I would never have to worry about eviction notices and rent and all that other garbage. You know, I just, I I just wanted like a condo, you know, I Mm -hmm. wasn't, I wasn't wishing for big things. And of course, you know, producer Deb ruined everything and accepted Mm -hmm. me for who I was. What a crazy fool. I know. What a crazy fool. But anyway. Bought you this giant house. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It was all him all by himself. He did it all by himself. No, he didn't. He would never be where he is without me. And he knows it. He knows he'd be the first to admit it, which is sweet. Anyway, so it's been interesting to watch her. So with all that comes the actual, you know, specifics of breaking up with someone that you live with. She had to find a new place to live because she couldn't afford the rent. And so everything falls apart at once, as you know, in life. And so, yes, it does. You know, she was in this two bedroom apartment that was basically trashed by, you know, everybody leaving within days of each other. And she stuck with the mess. And so her BFF of all time that she's known since second grade came over and helped her clean and get everything organized. And dad took her down to the rental office and said, this is the deal. Uh, So she gave her 30 days. There were no one bedrooms available, but there is one coming up. And so she basically gave it to her. She's like, yeah, you can have it. Just good. Yeah. So she's going to be moving into that next month. And the rent is affordable for her. And she's like, I'm never living with another human being ever again in my life. And I said, good. It's fun having your own apartment. I loved it. Personally, I loved living alone. I was very happy being alone. I... I liked having not to deal with someone wandering in and out whenever 
and I don't mean being married. I mean, when you're young and you and roommates, I, I mean, I did live with my best friend. And of course, it didn't end well. You know, mm-hmm. it just they don't. It never does when you're young. That's how you learn. But, you know, like I told her, she was so stressed about everything. And I said, look, even if we were poor and we couldn't afford to help you, we would figure it out. We are survivors, man. We figure shit out. This is not a hard thing to fix. It feels impossible when you're 22 and you have no money. But family is everything. And that was like the whole thing about this is like, look, family is everything. It's not just about helping me buy groceries. It, it is a support system that you don't even realize you have until you really need it. And, you know, I don't know what it is about 20-somethings, at least mine. None of them want to ask for help. And I don't mean money. None of them want to come over and just get some support and get some cheerleading and get some, you know, soothing, like, everything's going to be fine. This is not the end of the world. They're just unwilling. It's so crazy. Well, I know for me when I was, I mean, this was, you know, a hundred years ago, but I just felt like, you know, I made my bed. I had to lay in it. And so, and I was positive mom wasn't going to give me anything. So (laughs) other than a two hour lesson on the phone. And I (laughs) have to tell you, Daryl and I, and I turned to him the other day and I said, I am so jealous of my children. Mm -hmm. They have no idea what it's like to have parents who don't support you. And I don't mean financially. I mean, well, this is what happens. This is what you get. What did Mm -hmm. I say? You know, there's no like, honey, come over. We'll talk about it. I'll, I'll help you. You know, there's none of that. It, it was, it's such a different thing. I I'm so jealous that our kids have that because I did not We didn't at the, the level that, and I don't mean coddling or smothering. I just mean, you know, the whole point of, of a parent is to say, I've lived through this. I've had this experience. I understand it does. You will work it out. We will work it out with you. We'll help you. You know, it's hard to navigate sometimes. Well, I mean, maybe mom didn't have the experience. I mean, she was pretty much taken care of since 15. It's true. It is true. I mean, she became independent kind of late in life. So it is possible. And, you know, maybe that's the whole point is, you know, maybe her family was like, if you leave, you leave. That's it. Mm -hmm. Bye. Because, in you know, back in the 40s and stuff. I mean, she's old. She's younger than I mean, she's not like 90. But what I mean is her parents growing up, once you left, they're like, oh, thank God that's over. You know, right. That's what it was like. So maybe, maybe not for everybody, but for our generations and generations, it certainly was. It's like, you're gone, you're gone. Speaking of independence, though, our daughter, like I was telling you last week, she's getting, she's got her permit, she's driving. She's such a pro, Paula. She's like yeah. so good. I I told her, I said, well, I mean, I guess I'm going to make the appointment. You're kind of ready to get your license. It's that fast. It was crazy. I couldn't believe it. But she's driving everywhere. And what's funny is I can't relax. It's constant I'm constantly paying attention. I'm constantly, you know, being her eyes in case she doesn't see something. Hitting the brake on the floor. (laughs) I do it all the time. (laughs) All the time. That or I hit the gas pedal. Oh, okay. I'm like, you need to go. Speed up. And I said, when I tell you to punch it, you punch it. She's like, all right. I said, you can't dilly dally. You've got to go. These people are, they're maniacs around here. You just got to go for it. So, 
yeah, it's been interesting, but it's, God, it's, I can't believe it. I, I'm looking forward to it, actually, especially like I told you, getting up at 6 a.m. to take her to school. Yeah, really? Uh, so over it. Is she going to have a car? Yes. We're going to give her Daryl's old car because he's finally going to get his truck that he's been oh. wanting forever. Oh, yeah, well, we that paid. thing's gonna be a monster. I don't know where the hell you're gonna park that. Not in the garage. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. But yeah, so he's finally getting his truck, and I'm I'm happy for him because he's been waiting for a really long time to finally get his dream car. I mean, like since he was 17, he's wanted this truck. So wow. I'm, it's one of the. It's just like when I got my Mustang. I had wanted a Mustang since I was 16, and so he, you know, we finally got one, and it was like I. To this day, it's like, I know this thing is going to die one day and I'm going to have to get rid of it. But I just, until then, I'm just going to enjoy it. It's just so great. So he'll have his truck, hopefully for a really long time. Because trucks kind of don't die unless you wreck them. Not really. Yeah. So it was so funny. You and I were uh, messaging each other the other night about the VMAs. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was not watching them because I refuse. I, I don't care. I had read something a long time ago that said these things... Basically, people's people agree to accept awards that they it's just like it's an all marketing thing. There is no voters. There's no nothing. It's just like it's the industry talking to other industries saying, hey, who do we want to promote? Let's give it to Camilla Cabello. Uh, let's try to push her album, blah, blah, blah. It's all state. It's none of it's legit. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that's legit is when they decide to maybe honor someone who's somewhat of a legendary status now, like J-Lo got the Vanguard Award, which is the yeah. Michael Jackson. Maybe that's something that they negotiate because there's nobody else to give it to. <laughs> but I mean, the whole thing to me is very PR-like. And so after I read that, I said, you know, that kind of makes sense. I mean, is it, isn't it ironic that this person got this, won this award, and shockingly, they're going on tour the next day? I mean, you know, it's just all not real. So there's always the red carpet and oh at, the, at the MTV Music Awards, I, apparently you don't really have to wear clothes or dresses. Yes, you can or wear just pasties and or anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, where did this break down? Like, I don't, <laughs> you know, people used to take pride in their clothing. And, you know, now I guess they're just expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. Like there was the you know Amber Rose she dated um oh yeah what the guy's name I Kanye Kanye didn't she date Kanye yeah I think it was isn't she kind of a porn thing isn't she kind of a porn girl well she was a stripper oh stripper oh that's right that's right now I guess she's more of a socialite because she's okay. kind of worked her way off the pole but kind of. <laughs> maybe but she showed up in like this really weird like red onesie oh with like twirled boobs oh like cone boobs yes and then she had like a devil's tail and a whip what is this halloween that's what it looked like is a halloween costume and I'm just like, what huh. is that? Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, and of course, the title is Amber Rose says successful co-parenting with Wiz Khalifa <laughs> means no sex, except you're showing up in what looks like a, basically a, oh, that's like lingerie. There was a lot of things that looked like lingerie. The front thong is interesting. 
that she's and wearing. clearly i'm guessing she waxes well i would imagine there's it's literally glistening down there her <laughs> lips are basically exposed right. why is that what is that oh they got she was shockingly she's on the worst dress list for the vmas paula I don't is that think surprising she, to you? I don't think she gives a shit, to be honest. They said she missed the mark. <laughs> really? That's and interesting. And then there was just some other things. Like, some people were okay, but some other people I just don't get. And then, like, the names. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, they were going through reading half the names for, like, some award. And I'm like, what? Who? <laughs> And then it finally closed, and I'm just like, who not got nominated? For yeah. what? You know, I don't understand anything. And so Ryan's just like, Mom. Oh, does he know all these people? Apparently he does. And so he's like, okay. Mom, it was Postman or something like that, or like, Postmark, uh, whatever his name is. And then you feel old, right? But he was voting for Drake all night who won dick. Well, that's because Drake doesn't need the the accolades. Like, okay, so this chick, Camila Cabello. She looked like she was wearing a prom dress. Yeah, well, because she's like an infant. That's why. She was in a group. And she won Artist of the Year. She beat out Bruno Mars. That's insane. Childish Gambino, Ariana Grande. And I'm like, really? There's no way. Literally anyone else who was nominated should have won that award. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you fucking at Arista Records or wherever you are? Because Malia hates her with a pat. Like she hates doesn't her. even sing good. She's terrible. I mean, okay, terrible's a bad. I shouldn't say that. She she can carry a tune, and she's not ugly. But I don't understand. I'm like, I just don't see it. What am I missing? Like, what is it that I'm missing? It's something else. You you are related to somebody that we don't know who's super powerful in the world in which you live. That's the only explanation. She was part of that band Fifth Harmony. Yes. Broke off to be solo. And now she's like this superstar. And she's I'm like, not a superstar. She is, she is the fetch of the of the music world stop trying to make her happen she's not going to happen i hate her well she's not that good no and then madonna comes out in some (laughs) i don't know what she was wearing and then she starts to tell the story of how she got famous in paris madonna and and this was her tribute to aretha Aretha. franklin And I'm just like, and she has like these weird things in her hair and Madonna's face is swelling. What's going on there? I, is she putting injections maybe? I don't know. Uh, Just a couple. She's like 60, isn't she? She's, I think she's like 61, 62. I mean, she, I just don't know. Her face just looks like a moon right now. And she always, (laughs) she's pulling back her hair really tight. Like a school marm. Maybe that was the wig she was wearing. I don't know. But you know, uh, Janet Jackson's doing the same thing, man. And I'm like, y'all got to stop with that. If your face is sagging, just either enjoy aging gracefully or get a facelift. You know, do something. But this high and tight ponytail that looks like it hurts your roots. I mean, you got to stop with that, man. It doesn't look good. That's true. I don't like it. I don't know. If my face starts to sag, I don't think that's called enjoying Growing old gracefully. Well, get a facelift. That just calls these... for a facelift. <laughs> yeah. Just get some work done. I mean, if you're in the business of entertainment and your face is your money, mm-hmm. then just do something about it. But this option, 
I don't think Janet Jackson's face is sagging. I think that that extreme hairdo is just her thing. And I just think it looks painful to me. It looks like it gives me a migraine. God, I just can't. All I can think of is my hair feeling like it's hanging on to its pore for dear life before it comes yanking out. Right. I wouldn't want to do it. And then there was like, there's a couple of people I get confused. Like (laughs) there was one guy and I can't remember his name now. It's like little something. He was he's a white rapper and he went to the VMAs with Miley Cyrus's little sister, who I can't remember her name either. Is she even old enough? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they're all they're very young looking, probably 20, 21. I mean, very young. Anyway, he shows up. He's got tattoos all over his face, which is a new That's thing. That's a thing. Yeah. I and I'm just like, use pen. Don't. Yeah. Just use a Sharpie. Don't ruin your life. Right. And so it's like, you think you're going to be little something forever? I mean, come on. Even Justin Bieber grew out of his little mop haircut. So yeah. you can too. <laughs> so um, there was a red carpet of them. And he, he looks so unclean, just like he hadn't showered in days. And so I sent Malia the picture. He, and he also looked completely stoned. And so I sent Malia a, a picture of him. And I said, if you ever brought this boy home, I would literally put my boot in his ass and kick <laughs> him out and make him fall on the ground and make him run away. Don't ever bring a boy like this home. She goes, Mom, gross. No, never. I'm yeah. like, OK, good. My and she's like, no better. And then later she goes, what's with his teeth? I'm like, what? So I I zoomed in on his mouth and I was like, oh God. I go, Malia, I go, he hasn't brushed his teeth in at least two weeks. I mean, they're gross. gross. I go, he's dirty. And so (laughs) she's like, but what's with the shape of his teeth? I'm like, bad orthodontia or lack thereof. I don't know. Well, that's what I don't understand. If you're a Cyrus. Oh, no, he's not a Cyrus. No, he's dating a Cyrus. But so he's maybe, a famous rapper, apparently, who I've never Well, maybe heard of. he just got famous. But I mean, <sighs> if he was a nobody and he didn't have access to care, then I mm. get it. Mom and dad <laughs> didn't give me braces. I had me to neither. wait until after I was grown up. I know. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing now, finally. Because, yeah. well, I had to get four kids through orthodontia before I could do mine. But yeah, so here we are. But I will, my, I will look good when I die. That's for sure. <sighs> anyway, um, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, if you heard about this, it's not the VMAs, it's some, but it's music related mm-hmm. i know you're not a huge fan of marilyn manson uh-huh okay. but i i appreciate him because he's a unique and he definitely is something that nobody else is i would say he's creative too i i, I do i i genuinely do i mean i may not enjoy him like i wouldn't go to a show but oh, i God. definitely no. <laughs> no i'd be eaten alive i'd be frightened i'd be afraid i respect like the Rob Zombies and the Marilyn Mansons of the world. I really do, because mm-hmm. it's a it's a thing that is very hard to be successful at, is mm-hmm. that horror goth rock. Anyway, so apparently last, the last few shows that he's been doing, because he's supposedly on tour, he does like one or two songs, he ends up taking a knee because he's so wasted, he can't even stand. And then he ends up literally being escorted off the stage by his people. Like he can't even finish a show, and he cancels shows all the time. It's like... Dude's gonna die. Mm-hmm. They're saying it's drugs, but that sounds like alcohol to me. So I don't know. Either way, it's bad. It's probably both. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, and I heard that Demi Lovato had the fentanyl laced codeine, and that's why she almost died. Just yeah. like Prince. Isn't that horrible? That stuff will kill you. Oh, and Ben Affleck went into rehab. I saw that too. Jen Garner did an intervention. She went to his house. Yeah. She came out crying. 
she came back with like three other people and then they all left together and they were off to rehab. Oh, I wonder what she saw. Probably his house was, well, he had a personal delivery of Johnny Walker, like, like three bottles and so he was on a a bunch of beer and stuff like that. So he was, he's an alcoholic then? That's his thing? Yeah. This is his third time going to rehab. Dude's got to get his shit together. He's talented. Well, it's not so much. I mean, for her, it's not so much about her career. She just wants them to have a decent dad. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? No being the mom and like seeing the dad and you're like oh my god i i had children with that i well you know what though i think that she still loves him well they she's letting their divorce basically go into you know default not it's not default it's basically where it will be canceled because they've let so much time go by and no one's responded to any of the paperwork oh interesting maybe there's a i don't know if they'll ever reunite but i mean she clearly loves him enough to want him to not die well and And if she's if she's his power of attorney then she may not want the divorce to go through so she can take care of it so she can still manage his affairs yeah because you know if he's being taken advantage of by some slut or some greedy business people just letting him do this Mm -hmm. it's possible that is true but see that's love you know even if they're just even if they're just friends she's not gonna let her like the father of her children be taken advantage of because he's ill with alcoholism right now so i feel for ben affleck i know a lot of people hate him but i actually really feel for him um personally i i just i you know he's really been put through the ringer a bunch i don't know there's something about him that He has my sympathy for some reason. I don't know what it is. I really don't. I think that he's a pretty good actor, and I think he he does well in certain roles. But Mm -hmm. superhero stuff is just not his game. I didn't mind him as Batman, but I also I I just think in general Hollywood just doesn't really like him all that much. And um, I think a lot of people think he wrote in on the coattails of the of the Howard Weinstein guy and um, also Matt Damon. And so I feel like I think he feels like he's trying really hard to prove himself. And he has like many times. So I don't really know why the the disrespect. But, you know, I mean, he's not an he's not an A-lister, but no, I mean, he could, he was he was after Goodwill Hunting. But yeah. And then that one last. he won a freaking Oscar like two years ago for that movie. I can't remember the name of <laughs> whatever it was. He won an Oscar for it. Anyway, I wish him well. I really do. And I hope, I really hope that he can get it together for good. I I really want him to. I'm really rooting for him for some reason. Yeah. I just hate to see someone go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, me too. Uh, Speaking of the rabbit hole, it's time for our Hugly and Awkward Moments of the Week. some submissions i'm gonna read one this week and then another one that reminded me of it uh these are laundry related laundry (laughs) yes laundry is awkward this one made me laugh she submitted this uh last week this listener i know her and she actually and her and her husband are truck drivers so they listen to our show when they're when they're driving that's she'll, she'll like binge listen and so i love her for that i think that's great 
Um, so she's like, I'm not home for five days at a time. So when I get home and I'm in the mood, I power clean aggressively. We've all been there. In the basement, I was changing over laundry and I felt a loose hair. I brushed my face, thought of Jamie's story about the tooth. <laughs> I'm like, the tooth? I'm like, what? And it was probably one of my many dental stories that I've been telling lately. Mm-hmm. And I laughed and I continued on my continued my job. I felt the hair again and I angrily hit my face. And this time I felt the daddy long legs spider <laughs> on my face. She had a spider on her head. And I was like, oh, my gosh. She goes, no one witnessed my complete and utter tantrum. But what makes it awkward is that I'm sharing it with you. I'm like, oh, no. She's like, my awkwardness is usually like Vegas. What happens stays in Vegas. And what's funny is she's like, no one, no, none of her family shares her awkward moments because they're embarrassing. And I'm like, I wish I had that family. (laughs) We tell everybody everything. Seriously. So she had a spider on her face and she hit herself in the face thinking it was a hair. I thought that was funny. I have hit myself in the face really hard before. That's the only option. Yes. You have no other option. I saw a video the other day of someone who found like a little tarantula walking on the asphalt. (gasps) I assume this was in the desert area somewhere, somewhere I would never be. And they were videoing going, hi there, little friend. I'm like, no, it's it's a devil. Kick it. Get it away from you. It's following you. It's aggressive. Good Lord. Oh, I hate spiders have their place. Mm -hmm. Just not in my house or anywhere near me. That's all I I agree. I agree. This one's really funny. Here's the second awkward moment. That's laundry, kind of laundry related that I thought you would like. Years ago, I wandered into Victoria's Secret and spotted a beautiful pair of black sexy underwear that were sheer with a little rhinestone heart on them. Cute. Yeah. I I was thinking, I'm like, oh, those sound really cute. They got buried in my underwear drawer and I forgot about them, but about 20 years went by and I discovered (laughs) them. (laughs) 20 years. And I discovered them and I thought I'd wear them to work because they're sexy and it would make me feel young again because now I'm old. I went to the bathroom, went back to my desk. A few hours later, I had to pee again. So I go into what's my favorite stall and I look at the seat and there were black flecks of my disintegrated underwear all over the seats. Oh, no. Her underwear were so old that the sheer part had completely disintegrated. Oh, my God. It was entirely covered in black I couldn't believe it. My skin was also in it. And luckily, I had black pants on. Can you imagine? No. If she had been wearing white pants and her black underwear disintegrated all over. I took toilet paper and I tried to clean it up, but it turned into some kind of black oil and it was smeared all over the seat and I couldn't remove it. I'm sure everyone avoided my favorite stall for the rest of the day and I'm sure they needed industrial cleaning supplies to get it off. I wanted to die and I'm really glad no one knew it was me. Oh, my God. That is so bad. Okay, so I had a pair of black, they were like velour stretchies. And this was back in the day when hair bands were big. And so I'd wear black, these black velvet stretchies with these short ankle boot, cowboy boot cut. They were white with black. Do you remember those? Yeah. I love those boots. I don't know. I think I got got rid of them, but I love those boots. So I had those and then I would wear like a black t-shirt with my denim jacket and I thought I looked hot. And so I wore those. One time I went, I was fooling around with a guy and I my black velour stretchies came off and there was black velour all over <laughs> my legs, the inside of my thighs. He's like, what is this? And I was like, oh, 
my God. And I'm like, I pull up my pants. I'm like, I, it's the stretchies. They're velour and they're, they were probably just finally falling apart because I'd worn them so much. I was so embarrassed. Did no one leave? got laid that night. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no one. So one time I was at a bar with Stephanie and okay. um, our sister. She was talking to someone. I don't really know who it was, <laughs> but I was like eating spaghetti. <laughs> And so at a bar, yeah, it was really it was like a like bar happy slash hour. okay, yeah, happy hour thing. <laughs> okay, that was the night she introduced me to Grand Marnier. Oh, I have a hard time drinking it ever since. Mm. Have you ever thrown up spaghetti? It's disgusting. Our mother has. <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> I was wearing this little tiny, like, they're not even thong. They were, like, G-string underwear. But the T-strap part was um, metal, and they had little rhinestones in them. Okay. And so I was sitting there, and all of a sudden, I felt something weird back there. And I'm like, what is that? And so I went to the bathroom, and I looked, and the T-head strap with the rhinestones had totally fallen like broken apart. Oh God! So your and underwear broke. My underwear broke. Oh God! And so I just basically pulled them out the front, <laughs> like the ultimate front wedgie, and I threw them in the garbage. <laughs> That's so. You're like, damn it! I really like those. I did. I, was I so hate mad. that. That is super funny. Yeah. Well, speaking of underwear, I did. I I told you about that time I was coming home from a work work thing and my flight had been delayed so when I got to the Arizona the Phoenix airport I had to run from one gate to the other and the flight from Dallas to Phoenix was way longer than anticipated and so I didn't pee on the plane because I'm like oh well it's not going to be that long of a flight I didn't I had no you know we don't know geography so I thought the Dallas to Phoenix flight would be really fast well it wasn't it was almost three hours and so by the time we landed I had to pee so bad I was like oh my god I have to pee before I get on this flight because I can't wait it was like eight o'clock at night and they said they're literally waiting for you at the gate you have to run and so I ran the whole way and halfway there I started peeing my pants <laughs> and I'm like oh no what do I do and I was like I had to pee I, I I didn't pee like urinate completely like just let it go but as I was running I mean my underwear were soaked oh my god I was so pissed and literally and so I get to the plane and they're like we're waiting for you I'm like oh my god so I run on the plane and it's the last flight out there is two or three other people on this plane, and it was a it was one of those huge planes where the side the, there was a middle row and the side rows. It was one of those big ass planes. Oh wow, yeah. So I they literally let me move up to a practically first class because there was nobody there, and it was super nice and dark, and it was mostly staff going home to Sacramento, and it was a really chill flight. And I said I really need to use the restroom. I'll go. Okay, go ahead because after they took off, I could go. I go in the bathroom. My underwear are soaked through. So I took my underwear off and threw them away <laughs> in the airplane. <laughs> I had no choice. I'm like, I told mom. She's like, well, what what choice did you have? You had no option. I'm like, I didn't. I'm not taking them home. I'm like, no. And, you know, we're going to sit in wet panties. No. Oh, God. That would have been the I would have had a rash. It would have been awful. <laughs> it would have soaked through the chair. Oh, I, mean, I just can't. Just everything and i had work clothes on too it wasn't like i had jeans on i had like work clothes on right so it was even worse i thank god i didn't have nylons on or anything 
I would have to throw it all away. <laughs> it would have been a mess. It was really embarrassing. But luckily, you know, hopefully when they dump those, they don't actually look. They just grab the bag and throw it away. Right. Oh, God. But it was funny. I was thinking about all the laundry things that we've been through. You know, all the wet underwear and all that garbage. But also, <clears throat> I remember one time, you weren't born yet, I don't think. But we lived, our parents were still married. And we lived in that one of that really nice house that we had custom built before our parents fell apart. And a squirrel somehow got into the vent and ended up in the dryer. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so uh, I, I don't know how that happens. But back in the day, there was no vents on anything. So it literally just made its way into the vent from outside into the dryer. And the dryer was going and we could hear this. This scary sound. Mom's like, what is that? Is our dryer broken already? We just bought it. She opened up the dryer and a squirrel comes flying out of the dryer and runs up the curtains in the living room. Oh, my God. And, of course, our mom is absolutely hysterical. Out of her mind. And our dad is laughing. <laughs> He's laughing. She's like, girls, go upstairs and shut the door. <laughs> it's like, get away. There's a wild creature in the house. Squirrels oh, are really big. God. You don't realize how yeah. big they are until you're, they're in your house. <laughs> they're big. And then that one time that, that we had a dying rat in our washer. Yes, that was terrible. Did mom put a board in there so the thing could come out? Or did, I think eventually did? she tried that. Did it die in the washer? No, it died on the fence, remember? Oh, it was walking on like the the metal fence mm-hmm. and then eventually it just kind of like conquered. It, I think it had been poisoned or it something succumbed. like that. Oh, for sure it did. Well, it was looking for water. That's why it went in the washer. I don't know. It's awful. It was awful. I hate rats. They're not my fave, personally. I was trying to think if there was anything else I wanted to tell you, but I think I've told you everything. I did read a story about a guy who ate noodles that were so hot he went deaf. What? I know. They were called, they're called death noodles, like, you know, deaths, like you're going to die. Oh, okay. And he, he was challenged. I mean, of course, it's one of those things where you're challenged to eat them if you can handle the heat and all that crap. And they're called the world's hottest noodles. And this guy is a food blogger. And so he ordered a, 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 a plate of the death noodles. And it didn't end well. <laughs> it said that... Aside from the cursing and the sweating, he claims that he went temporarily deaf for two minutes after eating the noodles. Putting his head under running cold water and drinking a milkshake didn't help. So he lost his hearing. It was so hot, he lost his hearing for two minutes. I, I believe it. I believe it. Wow. Yeah. And it, that's not here. That was in Germany. So just saying. Well, I mean, at least it was only for two minutes. I thought you were going to say for like life <laughs> <Forever>. or something. <laughs> no. No, that would be, God, that'd be awful. Anyway, something that only a boy would do, because I would never do it. No, that I, I don't really even like that spicy of food. I do, but I just don't like, you know, oh, God, Daryl and I, last week after the football game, we decided we were super hungry. So we decided way late that we were hungry. There's a couple of sushi places around us that are open till midnight. So we went to the sushi place at like 1115 and it's full of people like us. You know, it's like. It's late, you're on a date, you're rounding it up, you know, you're ending things, and you're either going to go home and get late, or this is where we part our way, part ways. And then this dude came in, he might have weighed like 500 pounds, and he was so disappointed to see people. 
Like, he just wanted to eat in peace. You know what I mean? Okay. I felt bad for him. I did. I'm like, God, he came in and he was so disappointed to see that there were people here. Well, that's probably why he came so late. Yeah, he did. He came in at like 1140 because they were open till midnight. And I think he was just hoping that he could just eat sushi in peace. I feel bad for him. I'm like, I know what you're doing, dude. And I feel I feel sorry for you. <laughs> I really did. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Only one person went home with their date. The other one, they parted ways in the parking lot. And I thought that was funny. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And this dude was trying real hard. This other guy, he was trying really hard. And the girl's like, well, I think it's time for me to go home. And he's like, are you sure? And he starts like rubbing her back. And so she's like, yep, good night. She's like, you ain't getting anything from me tonight. Sushi or not. Maybe she ate a bad piece of fish. We don't know. (sighs) Who knows? Anyway, okay, so before we cl- before you close, I just want to remind everyone the, of the new um, page on Ugly Truth. Dear Uggs, that's where you submit your ugly and awkward moments. And your if you want our advice on something, by all means, please submit your question. Everything is read anonymously. I don't know how the girl who submitted her question last week feels. She hasn't said anything. I hope that she's not too upset about with us. It's just our opinion. I mean, it's, you know, we're not telling you to go do anything. We're not qualified. But we're just saying how we would have responded to that situation. But if you do, if you do dare to want our advice, by all means, use the Dear Uggs page on UglyTruth.com and uh, we will send you a little something something for participating. Courtesy of LipandClip.com. Very good. Yes. Well, unless somebody has uh, something else to say, I think that's it. Anyone? (laughs) Anyone? So, yes, please visit us at Dear Ugg and uh, just drop a question. Yeah. Just for fun, even. Yeah, really. Ask us anything funny. Not even anything major. Mm-hmm. After you do that, go to Amazon and purchase something. Uh, we would appreciate it. And then after you do that, go to Avon and purchase something else. So uh, once you've done all that... Listen to some other shows that we have. We will see you on Sunday and uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.